this Wednesday night. Appreciate your faithfulness to the house of the Lord, and God does as well. If you have your Bible, Psalm 23, and we've been in this particular passage for some time now, uh, months as it were, and the last time that we visited from this passage, we uh, took the first portion of the last verse and spoke of how that surely, with certainty, goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life. Tonight I want to talk about this. And I, it's a personal choice, it's a personal decision, but I have made this choice, Brother Casey, and I encourage all of you to make this same choice. I will dwell, I will dwell, I will abide, I will live, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Forever. That's, there is some serious connotation that comes with this particular passage. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And so I want to talk to you for just a few minutes tonight on that thought. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's pray the Lord will speak to us. God, I know that your word is anointed. I pray that you would anoint me that I might speak to the hearts of those that are here hungry, hurting, and be helped by that. God, I pray that we'll hear it and that we'll respond to it. And through hearing and responding that we will be bettered by it. If you got a little more praise, give it to God before you see it. God, I lift my hands. I lift my voice. I clap my hands. I rejoice in you, Father. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Woo! You may be seated. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I mentioned tonight as Sister Holligan was the first one to kick us off with testimonies tonight. And she talked about that there was a time that she wasn't living for God and the Lord was still good to her. And I referenced immediately as I thought about that how thankful I was, Brother Casey, that I don't have that testimony. That I was brought up understanding the significance of the house of God, the things of God, and living for God. And so I was grateful that I had parents that established the understanding of the significance of the house of God. I can remember uh, coming home from school and saying, but but, mom, I, I have so much homework that I have to do. And she said, well, we're going to church. Or I can remember saying, you know, the other kids uh, at school, they have they have this going on tonight. And she said, well, we're going to church. And so there, there wasn't a question about it. It was an established fact that that's what we would do. And now looking back, I realize how, I didn't, I didn't realize how blessed that I was. It was just something that I thought was the way it was for everybody, but that's not the way it was for everybody. I was really, really, really blessed to have parents that understood the significance of the house of God and the things of God. And that's why I am where I am today and who I am today because of the fact that they instilled in me the significance of the house of God and the things of God. And so I thought about how blessed I am to have that. And then when you, when you stop and think about the things that you took for granted. How many of you probably are like me in this? When you were a kid, you didn't know how blessed you were to have a house to live in. I mean, when I, when I walked in, I remember, Brother Bob, when I would come in from school, I would go, the first thing I would do, I know this surprised people, but first thing I would do is I would go to that refrigerator door and I would, 
open that bad boy up and I would just leave it open and I would peruse the possibilities that were in there. And after I got done what I wanted in there, and a lot of times I, I, I didn't have any idea what she was talking about, but when, when, that, when that refrigerator door was open, Sister Kaiser and I was in there just looking around. Just, my mom's like, hey, close that door. There's money running out the door. And I was like, well, I don't see no... I didn't have any idea what she was talking about. I, I do now because I say, hey, turn those lights out if you're not using them. I don't know how you guys do it, but I go through my house like all day, every day, turning off lights. Just, You know why? Because I'm the one, when the electric bill that comes in, I see that they just don't give that stuff away. There's a cost. There's a cost for... Uh, Everything that I took for granted. I didn't know. I didn't know until I got older and went different places that there are, there are people that aren't as fortunate as I am that don't have a home to live in, a bed to sleep in. You know, I don't know how it is at your house, but we, we play games with the thermostat. People go in and they hit it and it goes up. And then I come in and I... It and it goes down and it's, it's like the thermostat. I know that you all don't know anything about that, Sister Sandy. But we deal with, we deal with that. And you know, it's no different here at the house of God. I had people come to me Sunday say, oh, I'm freezing. I'm like, I'm burning up. It's just, but as I thought about, as I thought about the fact that I was, I was young and even as I grew older, I didn't realize how blessed I was to have a home to live in. Because with that home, I would come and if it was raining outside, I could come inside and I didn't get wet. And if it was freezing outside, I could come in and the heat was on and it was nice and warm. And when it was time to go to bed, I was able to go and sleep in my own bed and cover up and have, have a wonderful night's sleep and then know that I was going to get up every morning and that when I got hungry I would have something to eat what are you saying pastor I'm saying there is something significant about a dwelling and the things that it provides here's what I want you to hear Psalm 23 says the Lord is my shepherd I think that's the summation of the entire Psalm the Lord is my shepherd is there anybody thankful tonight that the Lord is my shepherd. You can say the Lord is my shepherd. And when you start with that right there, the Lord is my shepherd, then it's easy to conclude with, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I can remember, I can remember one particular time when just not everything was going the way I wanted to. I was, I was just a little boy and I Everything didn't happen the way that I wanted it to. And I decided, Sister McMillan, that I was running away. So, I packed up the few things that I had, Brother Casey, and I was, I was, getting, ready to, I was getting ready to head out. And then, I started, I started smelling supper, Bob. And I thought, you know, I think I'm going to put that running away on hold for just a few moments. And I said, if it's okay, I'm going to stay for supper. And you know how it is. My mom's like, oh, yeah, that's fine, Donnie. Just set your stuff right over there and you can stay for supper. And I ate my mama's cooking and I was there. I was there eating and leave it to my little brother to say, 
Hey, uh, Donnie, is it about time for you to, you know, hit the road? And You know, I mean, there's, you got to love those, those siblings that are saying, you know, don't forget, you said, you're out of here. Because I can just imagine what was rolling around in his head thinking about, it's all mine now. I, I know this won't come as any surprise to you, but I, I changed my mind after just a little while because I sat there in a nice, comfortable house and I ate a lovely meal and there was something in my spirit even as a little kid. I said, you know what? I think it's a lot better. It may not be perfect here. Maybe not everything goes my way. Maybe not everything happens the way that I want it to happen. But it sure beats what could be out there. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm thankful for the house of God. I'm thankful for a dwelling where there is provision, there is protection, and there is possibility. Does anybody hear what I'm teaching tonight? I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. My mind's made up. It's settled. I'm not going anywhere because I know how good I have it in his house I think when you start with the Lord is my shepherd it's easy to end with and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever I'm not going anywhere yeah sometimes it gets tough because you know what I found that bad things happen to good people Trial and trouble comes to us all. The Bible lets us to know that life is short and full of problems and trouble. But God is good, even when it's bad. And with the Lord as my shepherd, I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I remember I remember many things as, as a kid growing up, and somebody, somebody tried to explain forever. Has anybody ever heard someone explain forever? They said, okay, so... Imagine a sparrow goes to the Atlantic Ocean once every 10,000 years and gets a small beak full of water from the Atlantic and flies all the way to the Pacific and puts that, which is impossibility, it'd be, it wouldn't be possible, but it'd be gone already, Bob. It would, it would already have evaporated, but if, it, if that sparrow took it from... One ocean and dumped it in the other ocean. If that entire, imagine, and that's only once every 10,000 years. Once the ocean has been depleted of all of the water therein, eternity will just begin. I got to tell you, for a child's mind, that kind of that kind of scared me a little bit to think about that. When you, If you think about it for a little while, it might, wow, you know, because that's a long time. Because I've seen the ocean. And then, it, and then they said, if, if there was a metal ball the size of the earth and a sparrow, I don't know how the sparrow got involved in all this, but if a sparrow went and just flicked its wing on that metal ball once every 10,000 years, when that metal ball the size of the earth was diminished to the size of a marble, eternity has just begun. Now think about those definitions. I was thinking about this as I was, I was preparing for this for this lesson because there, there are a lot of things in here, but the word forever, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
That's a long time. That means you have to have your mind made up. I'm not going anywhere because there is no place I'd rather be than in the safety. And I had in my notes to talk about protection, provision, possibility, all those things. But really, all you have to think about is this. The Lord is my shepherd. It's his house that if I'm going to be anywhere forever, that's the place that I want to be. If I'm get that's forever is a long time. I want that fact to be established. Forever is a long time. And if I'm going to be anywhere for that amount of time, that's where I want to be. I want to be in the house of the Lord. Now, I hope you understand that we're not talking about this place, these four walls, these pew. Is there anybody glad this is not the pew you have to sit on forever? After hearing, after hearing the explanation of forever, I'm glad that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the presence of God. Now I will tell you this, when I started feeling, when they start, we started with, all my life you have been faithful. Woo! Sister Trina, I know what you were feeling. I don't have quite the same energy as you to get out and to do what you did, but when I started feeling that, I was thinking about what I was talking about, saying oh, if there's anything I want that's what I want. If there's anything that I could handle for that long, that would be what it was. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 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 I'm not going to teach forever tonight, but I am going to tell you this. When we started with the Lord is my shepherd, I didn't know all that it would entail and it unfolded. And I've I reviewed, there have been multiple lessons and we've, we've taken very small portions of the various scriptures as we've navigated through these six verses and it's taken months to get through. But when it ends with forever, I'm glad it starts with the Lord is my shepherd. Is there anybody thankful that he's your shepherd? I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want that to sink in. I, you gotta make up your mind. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You would bow your heads with me. Father, tonight, you're so awesome, God. Your presence has been so rich, so Real, so wonderful, Savior. I thank you for showing us, for showing us, Savior, on this Wednesday night in our worship, how wonderful your presence, how wonderful your house is, and how blessed we are. I may have felt like packing my bags on a few days, but there are, there are greater things than these in store for those that make up their mind with you as their shepherd that they will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And somebody say amen. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for being a part of this service. And we encourage you to be a part of every service. Don't forget the week's activities. If you don't have a bulletin, get one. And uh, there are a lot of activities going on at First Church. We want you to be involved. God bless you. And thank you for being here on this Wednesday night.